my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about what to ask in informational interviews. It is great to meet with people and learn more about their fields or companies. But certain questions can be more helpful with this time than others. Today's tip, like another this week, comes from Ashley Stahl's book, U-Turn, Get Unstuck, Discover Your Direction, and Design Your Dream Career. Ashley is a career coach who helps people figure out what they want to be doing in life. When people are trying to move companies or fields, career guides often suggest setting up informational interviews. People agree to meet with folks to talk about what they've learned or what people should know. It is not an interview for a job. It's just a way to get helpful information. It is a wise idea to take advantage of these if people are willing to do them. But if you don't think it through, the conversations can be awkward. And sometimes, people wind up doing a lot of these interviews and just need some guidance on where to get started in any conversation. So Ashley suggests two questions. First, do you have any suggestions for how I can stand out as a candidate? And second, do you have any suggestions on companies I should look into that are perhaps not on my radar? These questions are both helpful for a few reasons. Neither are particularly demanding, which is good. Aggressive informational interviews tend to make people shy off from doing them. But as for the particulars, the first question, how to stand out as a candidate, is helpful for the obvious reason that it tends to inspire people to offer to pass around your resume if they like you. That is a very good way to stand out as a candidate. But even if it doesn't inspire that, it will inspire the person to talk about little things that they think matter in their field. Most likely, anyone applying for jobs is reasonably skilled and credentialed. It is often little things that help in terms of getting in. The second question about lesser-known companies tends to inspire people to connect you to their friends at other companies. It gets the person thinking about the whole landscape of their field and opportunities that might not be so immediately obvious. This is a good thing because, again, everyone knows about the big-name stuff. This question gets a person to say, oh yeah, 
I got an email this morning about this small tech company that's really scaling up their marketing division. These questions both aren't asking directly for favors. Longtime listeners know that I am a fan of Dory Clark's adage, no asks for a year. Networking for the long haul means not asking people to expend political capital for you when they don't really know you. It can feel draining for people in positions of power. But asking for suggestions on how to stand out and suggestions for where else to look allows people to share their expertise and advice in a very non-demanding way. These questions also allow people to be helpful in other ways if they want to be helpful. But there's not as much pressure. And I find that this often encourages people to do more. Which, in the long run, is what you want. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.